0: Welcome to the Propreneur Podcast, where we help practice owners become better entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Dino Watt. And welcome once again, everybody, to the Propreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dino Watt. And thank you for joining us for another episode here, where we are bringing you the best practices possible for you in your business to help it grow, to help you expand and scale your business in every way possible. So today is another one of our expert conversations where we're bringing in somebody who has really nothing to do with our industry, but I saw what he does and I went, oh, we got to have a conversation because I know that I often go to my clients' websites or even potential clients' websites to check them out, to kind of see what they're doing. And uh, the the loading of those websites is usually pretty snailish on a lot of them. So uh, when I saw Dan, Dan and I belong to a mastermind group called the Genius Network. I've mentioned it before on this show, over the last hundred and some odd episodes, and he gave a what what's called a ten minute talk. He talked all about uh, how to get your pages to load faster, how to optimize them, but in a different way in a way that I think uh more people need to know about so I invited him to be on the show and he is gracing us with his presence today. Again before we get on to the interview everybody remember to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues, let them know why you listen to the show and invite them to subscribe as well. So that being said, Dan Wilkinson, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you because like I said, I think it's important for people to really understand this information. You're coming to us all the way from over, as they say, on the other side of the pond.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Thank you. We're in here. Uh, sunny England, it's dark at the moment, and uh, yeah, we've had a little bit of rain today. So.
0: Well, that's weird. Rain in England, uh, man. <laughs> man, it must be an off, it must be an off season for you. <laughs> <laughs> well Dan uh one of the things that we do on this show at the beginning of every show is we get people's stories because I believe stories are what connects everyone. So if you would just give us uh the quick version of what is your story and how did you get to doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, well I remember very clearly the day was um uh, it was the 9th of July 2018 and I was working as an analytics consultant for Uh, for for a number of clients, and one of them overnight started losing money. And um, we didn't know why to begin with. Um, I can then fast forward to another date, which is the 15th of September 2018, was the moment I found out why, and that was on the first date that I mentioned, his page load time or the time it takes to load his website had gone up by one second. And they'd gone from making money to losing money. And um, the owner installed some software on the website, didn't like it, uninstalled it, but they left their code in there and it slowed the website down was basically what happened. Uh, We then spent the next six months trying to find a page speed optimizer somewhere and we couldn't find a single one. We interviewed maybe 75 developers and people that we thought somebody should know how to do this. And then in the end, I had to say, uh, i'll have a crack at this myself
0: <laughs> wow
1: and i quite liked it I, my my skills were quite transferable the first website that i optimized was that one it took me nearly four months the second one took me nearly three months
0: and then down uh, and down. now and down we're down and to went. about two days <laughs> wow wow <laughs> so. um i wanted to ask you i wrote a note here saying let's clarify for some of our um, listeners here so someone adds a software or a plugin or something to their website because they're doing a DIY, if you will, or they even allow other people to add some sort of plug, uh, maybe a chat bot or something like that to their website. You said that when this person did that, they left the code behind. So are you saying that when you delete something off of your website, it's not necessarily gone, it's still running in the background? It depends.
1: Um, if you look at um, most WordPress sites, when you install a plugin, the plugins are, are you know, the apps that you can download from um, mm-hmm. from the from the store. There, um, they tend to be contained in their own folders. So if you remove them, the whole thing gets removed. Okay. Um, it, this was in Shopify, and the app developers can have a bit more a bit more control over where their Mm -hmm. code gets installed into the themes some are better than others uh not necessarily code will be left behind but some some uh, app providers will put a lot of code in the in the the, into the theme and that will slow potentially slow the the site down it's uh, it's wrong to say that it will slow it down because it might not but um potentially potentially it will I think one of the worst things you can do is try lots of things on seven-day trials and just, you know, see what happens. Oh, is that what it does? Yeah, well, we're going to hit a bad one eventually.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're playing Russian roulette roulette with it. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Wow, interesting. Well, what you said was that that code increased the download speed by one second. the,
1: The time, it increased the time. Uh, increase the time yeah right yeah,
0: by yeah. one second so yeah. that decreased his his money now i'm assuming that he had some sort of store or something on his site, or was it just because of that old rule where people make a decision within three seconds or whatever
1: well this is the thing is um it's um um how to phrase it properly so you want a fast website primarily for user experiences if you, users love being on a, on a faster website and we've, we've we've tracked a lot of people on a lot of slow websites and on a lot of fast websites and we noticed that their browsing behavior or the way that they go through a website this applies to um, e-commerce stores it also applies to information sites or lead generation sites and um, people tend to go browsing around more and looking at information because they don't have that fear of getting stuck somewhere where they can't progress. And the definition of being stuck is anything longer than three seconds. So um, uh, what, what, um, what the algorithms are doing inside of the ad network, so Facebook, Google, you know, Twitter or wherever you're getting your traffic from, is they are amplifying this. They are saying, "Okay, that website's slow. Our users won't like it, so we're not going to send them there. That website's fast, so we'll send all our users there." So it, um, it it skews it completely. So it's not just about user experience; it's about the networks allowing their users to visit the site. Um, and we we've we've tracked some amazing cases where a uh, difference of half a second um, could, could bring double the traffic or half the traffic in the upside.
0: Wow. Reaction. And when you say traffic, you're talking about organic traffic, not the traffic that people are buying ads for or paid, paid traffic, right? Yeah. Both. Um, all, all
1: kinds of traffic, yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and that's, that's what's coming in in May this year. It, May this year, well, May last year, Google changed their um, reporting tool, which is called PageSpeed Insights. Uh, mm. they they made an amendment to that which which brings in some extra metrics that they called the core web vitals my first impression of it was this is such a stupid name and then i'm thinking <laughs> core web vitals and that is this is going to be core it's for the web and it's vitals so mm. we have to start taking notice one year anniversary it'll be may this year they will be using that as their first and foremost ranking factor for uh,
0: for organic traffic and for Google ads
1: so that okay makes it quite important
0: <laughs> yeah because if i have if i so in this show we do talk mostly to private practice owners so let's just say i have my website for my you know dino watts orthodontic company and i have my website that i've been paying my team you know this company that made the website they host my website they are supposedly do some seo optimization that i really don't know that much about because i'm an orthodontist and i don't pay attention to that they just tell me it's working and so i believe them yeah and if the speeds of to which it actually refreshes anyway or downloads in the first place they always tell me they're trying to get that as fast as they can but if it's not actually optimized to the full extent then in May, Google is going to throttle me back, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Or
1: if it's loading really quickly, it'll put you to the front of the queue.
0: <laughs> and that's true. Let's look at the positive of that, right? So if you're making it load quickly, the, but the
1: uh, the opportunity in the in the matter is is definitely there for the taking. I I guess. <laughs> yeah, because I'll tell
0: you that the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is because when you were doing the presentation for us, and then you had us all go and bring up your website and then say, now refresh it and see if you can tell it was refreshed. And it Mm. didn't even blink. Right. I've been on Facebook before. Matter of fact, more often than not, my Facebook, I'm just trying to go to another page on Facebook and it's, uh, you know, five, six, seven, 10 second delay. You know, I've been trying to pull up what would be very popular websites, whether it be YouTube or uh, y- uh, Yahoo, and they take a long time to download. So mm. I think in some cases people think, well, you know, if Yahoo's slow, then in my case is slow or my thing that's faster than that, then that's good for me. We don't all know what a fast speed is. I didn't believe if you would have told me beforehand that you could get a refresh on your page that. You can't even tell it blinked or can't tell it refreshed. I probably wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> what is what is being pushed out there as a normal refresh page speed? What is that? What's what like if I was a, if you were a, a normal guy out there optimizing my website?
1: The, this um, this the, this this can vary. I, I, my experience is telling me that the average page load speed. Uh, out there, um, at the moment will be somewhere about five or six seconds, which is better than it was. It was probably mm-hmm. more like eight or nine seconds. And, um, that's, that's okay. If you go and wait five seconds for the first page to load, the second page will more than likely load a little bit faster. Um, but um, the, if the algorithms are saying if it's over two point nine seconds, we're not going to send much traffic to it, then that's a huge amount of big potential problem. money left on the table. You know, or it's uh, it, that someone else is getting that traffic because they always send one hundred percent of their traffic somewhere. Okay, um, and we, we're seeing we're seeing cases where if you if you're kind of like you know a quarter of a second either side of three seconds can make a big big difference.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm wondering too, then, is this going to be something, Dan, where people who might not be very good at optimizing, or maybe they have a business in optimizing, Mm. but they're not as skilled as you and looking for and seeing those things. And maybe they're just uh, someone who has a client on retainer, if you will, like they're paying their monthly fee, whatever. And Google comes out with this in May, and then they use that as like, Hey, we need to optimize your site even more. So you need to pay us more so we can actually optimize this more. Hmm. Is that something that you could see happening or is already happening?
1: To be honest with you, I don't think Google's gonna go shouting at the rooftops that this is happening. Oh, they've, they've, interesting. they've made announcements already. We know it's coming if you look for the information and know where and know to look for the information, you can find the information very, very easily. Um, but it's not coming into common it's not, it's not coming into Mm -hmm. common sight. You know, you don't just stumble across the information. And, um, the biggest, the biggest confusing factor I see is what the symptoms are for it. And that is, um, you wonder where your ad impressions went. Why aren't there as many people looking anymore or, Mm. um, you know, people have got fed up with my advert. I've got ad fatigue. So I need to rewrite all my campaigns that those are the kind of telltale signs when, you just noticed that your um, your your reach is disintegrating. That's
0: that's the big wow. time sales sign. So what what would make my website slow down? Like is it like I would think videos, I would think maybe big graphics or good images. Yeah. Well, first firstly
1: to um, Google's reclassified how they're measuring it. So okay. they, they you can have, actually have a really fast website and still get a poor score because one of my clients demonstrated that just recently. Huh. Uh, we had a one and a half second loading site and Google saying that scores 14 out of 100. And we're like, how is this possible? Wow. <laughs> but yeah. still, we have to... Um, go- Google's looking for um, the main image. Uh, most websites I come across have a big image. At the top of the homepage, right? Mm-hmm. Or a slideshow, yeah. or a video, sure. or a big yep. chunky headline. Um, Google wants that on the screen fully loaded within two and a half seconds of their link being pressed. And that's wow. uh, often a tall order. Um,
0: <laughs> After so the link being pressed. For. Yeah,
1: that's to pass the core web vitals. Uh, they don't okay. want to see movement um, and they want you to stop running scripts in the background they want the browser to come to a stop quite quickly those are the three uh the three things that we need to do to please google completely so getting a 100 i see you know my 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 site scores 100 out of um out of 100 um i mean got to practice what you preach sometimes i i, I sure I believe and um uh, to get that to stay at 100 we've we've had to move a lot of um, a lot of the way that the website's engineered to in order to do that in a very unnatural way um i would say but um we are seeing scores of 98 uh, 97 96 wow. in shopify or in wordpress or uh, in multiple different platforms so there's that there is we can we can get very close to to that um but yeah it's uh, it's 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 really about understanding how google's going to be measuring it moving forward and it's customer focused it's uh,
0: user experience focused so if you're saying that like companies like spotify or shopify and these other companies that are usually heavily graphic have a lot of things running in the background if those can get up to 98% then is it is it just knowing what parts of the website, what parts of the code that you want to optimize so that you can do that? Because it's not a matter of, oh, you need to have a, a you know, not as a, a, a beautiful picture or whatever mm-hmm. it is, a graphic. Is that what it is? Because I'm, I, here's why I asked this question, because I worry that if people really don't know this or don't know the way of doing this, then the, the SEO person that they hired or the web optimization, uh, optimization person they hired is going to be kind of throwing spaghetti up against the wall to see what actually sticks and not really knowing. And yeah. and, by, and that's going to leave the, the client sitting there going like, well, they don't know what they're doing, but they're the professionals. And so we're trying other things out and not getting the results that they want.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um for the it's it's about you know, when you run the report with Google um they actually tell you in the report what is that element that's got to load really Oh quickly. interesting. So you can go and look that up that that can change <laughs> depending <laughs> but <laughs> but it normally sticks with the same one. Um so if if it's an image it will say uh image tag and, and name the uh data that goes goes in there so you can tell which image image it is. Um you, can, um you can get a preload link for that image and load that much sooner in the process so it's there ready to be displayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's probably the, the best way to combat that. But do you know, I see this issue all the time and that is you, you're using a theme in WordPress and the theme has been designed a certain way to give you lots of options so that you have more creative control over how, how, how your website's going to look. Um, one way of having a big header image is to load an entire s- uh, slideshow plugin and then limit it to one slide. That's an awful lot of code going into the header
0: image Or only one slide.
1: Things. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. So you have this all this whole code going in, but you're not optimizing the code. You're the, not maximizing The image, it.
1: exactly. The image has right. to wait for the JavaScript to run to build the plugin, all of that and code. then it can load the image. And that that can take more than more time than you would like. So. Um, so one, one thing I've been doing is setting that image as a background image, to that whole area, you can do that with with CSS, the web developer will definitely be able to do that. Um, and, and also just, you know, remove all the JavaScript from the slideshow. If you're so show, showing just one image and then have an image tag there instead, filling the filling the space that that will load much,
0: much faster. Okay. So talk to me real fast though, about, because it's just came to my head is like, I, I, get so frustrated my internet speed (laughs) tell me the difference between the internet speed and then the download speed or that the website refresh speed if you will because there's one that i have i have no control over my website speed you know my web uh, provider you know will give me whatever i pay for but it doesn't always you know there's that and then there's that so i think there we need to have a a distinction between those two
1: Hmm. So, um, sure. If you're, I, I certainly noticed when my internet dips out, cause everyone starts jumping around on zoom and the pages start slowing right down. And I think what's going on. Right. Um, I hate it when it happens when I'm actually measuring speed because I start thinking we've done something wrong with a website. Right. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's, when you're at home and you're connected to your Wi-Fi. normally you, your, your, your internet speeds ample to be loading things correctly. So, In that same Google PageSpeed Insights report, you can select desktop or mobile reporting, and the desktop usually scores much higher. Uh, The reason that usually scores much higher is that the desktop report is more forgiving over transfer speeds and things like that because most people will be on broadband. Um, When you go to mobile, (laughs) Google tests this on a slow 3G network, and then they give you a score based on that. So oh, really? they, 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 they try and load your site into a mobile phone size screen in on a slow throttled network speed. And then, uh, and that's why when you can, you can look at your website and go, well, it just loaded in one second. Then I go to Google and they're telling me it took 14 seconds to load that image. And what they're saying is that will take 14 seconds to load that image on an iPhone with a slow 3G signal. <laughs> wow and that's kind of what the report's telling you because the the mobile is mobile first world as far as google's concerned
0: and so your the control that you are able to create from that is the optimizing the site itself so that when it is on not 3g it'll load faster yeah. right
1: yeah yeah okay so i have i have a uh, 3 Three um, uh, kind of founding principles to the whole operation. Okay. I teach this to everybody that I work with. And that is number one, if it's not putting pixels on the screen, I don't mean tracking pixels, I mean colors onto the screen for you to, sure. to view, um, then don't load it at the start of the page load. So if you go to Facebook and you get the tracking script for tracking your Facebook ads and it says mm-hmm. stick this code in the header of the website, that is just sure. wrong place to put it. And the, Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> analytics will do the same thing. I'm sure mine is up there like there. I guarantee you mine is
0: in there right now.
1: <laughs> wow. It's the logical place to put it. And they all, all the, um, uh, all the networks tell you to put it there. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Because so where do you put somewhere it?
1: Somewhere else. Um, it better places in the footer. And um, and what I advise everybody to do is Google the phrase um, "load event listener JavaScript." So it's load okay. event listener JavaScript, and you'll be able to copy and paste uh, a wrapper for them all, so that it will not run the script until the page is loaded, and that will um, that will move it out of the way of the rendering of the page
0: <laughs> okay good so we work around for that okay number two yeah.
1: number two is then functionality and um, if, if you do have a slider you kind of want the first image up quickly uh, then mm-hmm. you take care of all, all of google's concerns and then it's okay for that to start sliding four or five seconds after the page started loading that's not a um, that's that's not a performance issue uh, and then once you have functionality, that's then the right time to be loading tracking scripts and, um, and chat boxes and modal pop-ups and Instagram.
0: And if you things. layer those <laughs> on top of those things, if you layer those on top of the others, then it's not as bad. It's just when they're all jumbled together.
1: Yeah. A really good example is like a Klaviyo form or a, uh, an email pop-up form, <laughs> you know, when been mm-hmm. when yeah. on your site for 30 seconds and you go, hey... Yeah why don't you give me your email address? Um, that, that doesn't need to load for 30 seconds because that's not, it's not going to pop up until then. <laughs> Got um, it. So um, if that's often it, if those you have... codes are in the header loading at the very, very start of a, of so a that's password.
0: slowing it down. I wonder, I know a ton of doctors listening to this have the chat pop up, right? The, mm-hmm. the robot, the bot chat pop up and the, I bet that loads in the header too, but it doesn't again, doesn't like give people a a moment to breathe and see your site before you pop up that little thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I have never needed the chat to click the chat icon immediately. You right know, to to say hey this is taking three seconds to load where where are you i need answers you know <laughs> right 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 exactly <laughs> it's okay for that to kind of come into view after five or six seconds you know that kind of that kind of thing there's there's lots of them there's like um there's live chat there's open yes. zendesk there's facebook yep. messenger gorgeous uh lots of them and um, what one of those uh, apps I just mentioned, I uh, was talking to the owner um, at a conference about two years ago. And he said, ours doesn't slow the site down because mm. here's our JavaScript. And he showed me this little block of JavaScript that was five lines. And I had to explain to him, that's not JavaScript. That's a link that's telling the computer to load all your javascript and when i showed him on his computer he was amazed that the app that he created actually was nearly half a megabyte in size wow (laughs) and uh and i said that has to load after everything else because otherwise you know pages won't scroll properly
0: (laughs) wow okay so no pixels that aren't necessary functionality and what's number three
1: and number three is then load those things like modal pop-ups <laughs>
0: oh, okay really,
1: really you want you want the pixels on the screen and then you want the the CPU of the browser to go quiet for one second um, Google love that you can't get a 90 plus speed score without doing that and that's called the first input delay um, what many people know that this might be called is time to interactive metric then that that ensures that that is kept down to milliseconds not seconds i see so many that are like time to interactive 28 seconds that's because things didn't stop loading for that long oh uh, wow and, uh, <laughs> yeah wow and um and it, we need one second of silence it's, that's that seems to be what the uh the algorithm is watching out for so um so yeah so the, get pixels on the screen and you want to run the javascript that makes everything functional silence for one second and then it's okay to run google analytics scripts and facebook scripts um, all that other stuff in there. A, wow. The question, the question I get asked is, well, how does analytics know how long the page load took if you don't load it till afterwards? Because analytics doesn't time it; it's all in the um, browser window that oh, you know, goes and reads the data once it's loaded. So,
0: <laughs> wow. So I want everybody to do this if you're um, at home or you're next to a computer or a um, even on their phone. I want you to go to pagespeedoptimize.com, and I want you to pull it up because I talked about this earlier. I talked about this is the thing that you know surprised and impressed me. And once you pull it up, like obviously you only need five seconds to be completely done, right? Like uh, to know that it has a pause. But then I want you to refresh that page and check it out and and see what happens. And you you probably won't even notice the blink that you normally get the blink and you not know all refreshes again. It doesn't do that. Um, matter of fact, I have yeah. mine on here.
1: I have uh, had people tell me that for some reason, my site breaks the refresh button. <laughs>
0: it breaks the refresh button.
1: That's awesome. It, no, it I, mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, I know it doesn't, but I know <laughs> they'll say that, but I mean, I'm sitting here just, it's fascinating. You know, it's refreshed. Cause you do see the blink, but it's a, it's a blink. It's a blink faster than, you it's blink. the, um,
1: it's the, it's the green bullet points um, that um, their SVG icons, that so they just, they give a very quick blink where everything else kind of stays. Um,
0: yeah, stay static. that's, it's crazy. It's so amazing to see it. And, and listen, I don't geek out too much about websites. Uh, I have no clue about coding or any of that type of stuff. But what I do know is when I go to a website and it is, a, it, it, I mean, this is obviously first-world problems. So I I was selling computers at Circuit City in 1994 when we were like, check out this download speed, and like, you'd have Intuit who would send us the little disk that would show us that it's downloading and you know a whole page and 10 seconds as opposed to the competitors. You can see, you know?
1: you can see it coming like one line. Yes, at a time. one line at a time. <laughs> Don't put too
0: big of pictures on there. You want to make sure. I mean, so. These are obviously first world problems, but right now that's the challenge. Right now, everybody's up online. Everybody is trying to put the best face forward for virtual appointments or whatever it might be. And if you don't pay attention, you're gonna get slowed down. And here now, it's not just a matter of preference anymore. It's a matter of necessity for what Google's gonna do in May. Wow, yeah. that's right, that's right. This is crazy. I mean, I, it's actually almost kind of like fun just to see myself. Like, I'm just refreshing over and over again on here because it's it. Okay. So, Dan, what what do people need to do and be aware of um, moving forward? Like, we know that we've got Google coming out with the new uh, uh, rules, if you will. We know that they need to be careful on what's in the header and what is actually up on the page. But how can they, you know, test to see if this is something that they need to do. And by the way, does this work for, and I asked you this question uh, when I was texting you back and forth was, does this work for every type of site? Like what if it's a very heavily video site?
1: Um, yeah, I had uh, one client who had a thank you page and he couldn't figure out why he was missing all the, the the pixel events. And I took a look at it and he had 147 videos on this page and nobody scrolls all the way to the bottom. Uh, we reduced uh, that page load time from 45 seconds uh, the facebook pixel was firing after about 27 seconds and nobody was hanging around and um, we got that load to down to 1.25 seconds uh, until then the pixel fired every single time so um, yeah it's it's uh, this is much more about handling of things rather than just you know can i have it there my, it's my job to say to all of my clients, yes, you can have it looking exactly how you want it. We're going to make it fast, um, but there's um, you know there's all kinds of strategies for having videos in in the um, in the pages without them slowing the page down. But going to YouTube, clicking on the embed button, copying and pasting the code that's there, will slow your site down. But what you can do is add lazy loading to it, and that's. Uh, there's free scripts that you can just add to copy and paste into your site and add a tag into the iframe and you, you're good.
0: So let's just say I'm a, I'm someone who obviously needs to, or wants to make my site faster. Do I need to now know? Cause I know the fear of this that people are going to have is do I now need to fire my uh, SEO guys, my website designers, all that stuff and hire you, or do you work in conjunction with them? Uh, we tend to work alongside
1: um, web, web developers quite frequently. Okay. Um, we, we would make the worst web developers in the world because we, we don't design, we're, we're analytics measurement people. <laughs> <laughs> got it and cool. uh, i was asked that recently can you take over our web development and i'm saying we would be very expensive for that and we wouldn't be very good <laughs> <laughs> expensive for, 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 and, and for, not good yeah. which is which is an important distinction because um because many many people tell me that i know more than web developers about coding and i i say only about very specific things you know mm. only in regards you to know your lane and, exactly yeah yeah
0: yeah (laughs) that's that's really i listen i think that's really smart of you to like just know the lane and and that way you can actually help these web developers get better so i would actually say anybody listening that has a web developer that you've created a relationship with hopefully that you enjoy have them connect with dan and that way they can work alongside and by the way you'd be doing them a favor because i'm sure they're going to get educated on a few things that they need to know about yeah so that's good yeah that's right Wow, that's great. So um, Dan, do you think one of the biggest challenges is that people just don't understand what optimization really is? Um,
1: I think so, yeah, because optimization usually, in in my opinion, usually means that you're looking at something to optimize it. You're usually making it lighter or you're taking things that are acquired from something. So if you're optimizing a Google ads account, you're removing things that are costing money, not making money to so mm. leave the, the, the more profitable parts in there. You optimize a, um, a bonsai tree by removing any, any dead leaves and branches from it. Mm. Um, as an analogy, I had an, an- analogy um, that I used the other day and I thought I'm going to use that again. And that is you go to the supermarket, you go to the store to buy a very specific item and um when you get there you see that there's only one checkout open and there's a queue all the way up the aisle to the back of the store the chances are you get that one item and you go and join the queue because you know it's going to take you a while to get back out you want to pay for the item or if it's not important to you you might even put the item back and then leave the store without buying anything that's what people do on websites but if the store's empty and all the checkouts are open and you don't have that fear of um of 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 being trapped you're likely to fill your basket up (laughs) right yeah what else do i need yeah (laughs) yeah while i'm here that's right yeah that's true that's probably the best way of explaining user behavior on on a website um i think that um one thing that everybody should do is get cloudflare on their website they have a free level and uh, they seem to go up in zeros so they have a $20 a month level which i highly recommend um, that has a lot of good features then they have a $200 a month level and then they have enterprise $2000 a month level <laughs> but the 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 higher level ones are they include features that you can do otherwise with plugins or or, or um or, or by you know being more manually active, the, the, but the $20 plugin, the $20 version is very, very good. But there is a free, a free version. But Cloudflare Resolve, um, when somebody clicks on a link to your website, there's a whole load of activity that goes on behind that that link click to connect to the, where the files are for for the website. And mm-hmm. uh, Cloudflare is the fastest in the world at resolving that bit and getting through, you know, uh, security layers and. Uh, handshakes with the servers and things like that so cloudflare is definitely worth uh, implementing on your site and if it's for free or twenty dollars a month it's, it's it's worth doing so that's usually the first thing um, that everybody should do um, the second the second thing is to um, consider whether you really are using that Twitter ad- AdWords account the the Twitter ads account or mm. whether you are using your um, your I don't want to name any names. I've got into trouble recently, um, but you know the you know the software that records uh, people on your site or uh, do heat maps and things like that. Those oh, those sure, yeah, those uh-huh. kind of programs uh-huh. that are quite quite good for adding a few hundred milliseconds to your page load time. So, so it, they, it, they they weigh they wear down. Yeah well exactly yeah and they because they install all kinds of software to enable that user tracking um in order to to feed the information back
0: are those type of softwares something that can still be used as long as you have things optimized or they're just in general a bit of a challenge
1: the trick i I said earlier on about um Hmm. Putting your tracking scripts in, inside of a, um, of a of a window listener um, to to make sure that they don't fire uh, until the the page is finished loading. Um, you can put those inside those those as well. You, they they, Got they it. go in. And there's very little difference between the scripts that you install for for you know an email platform. Uh, to one of the one of those platforms that um, that track that that do heat maps and your tracking scripts, they all look very similar, and they're all asynchronous loading scripts um, that um, that that could be placed in, in inside of one of those functions.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, is that the last one? That last. Is that one the was- last? You said you said two things. That, you said two things to do. I don't know if there's a third one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So another one, um, another one is, is, is that there is a HTML tag that you can use called a preload tag. And it's, um, if you, if you Google the phrase preload HTML link, you will find a million and one websites that will give you lots of examples. Um, I recommend that you Google one for fonts because the fonts ones are slightly more complicated, but you can preload your fonts so that the uh, you don't get uh, text flicker or yeah. you don't get uh, the, 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 those kind of issues kind of affect your pay speed score. Um, and you can preload images. You can preload JavaScript files. You can preload CSS files. Um, when you preload a resource, it stops it from being a render blocking resource so you can have a preload link for a, a css file and then you can load the css file as normal if you don't do that the chances are your google PageSpeed insights report is going to say remove render blocking resources oh. 70- 75 not 95 uh, and you look at what the rendering blocking resource is and it's your whole style sheet <laughs> oh wow <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, the, and you go, I you want to make sure you separate you. those two. Yeah. yeah. So you can preload those. Yeah. Um, it's quite good. Google quite good at saying preload key requests, which usually is fonts um, from Google fonts. You can get the URL and add them to a preload. link, And that was something wow. I wish I learned sooner.
0: <laughs> but now you know, so that's good that you can share that yeah. with everybody else.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's easy, super easy to, to implement as well. That can go into a custom scripts box in the header somewhere in your WordPress theme or whichever platform.
0: So what I would suggest is that any of my docs, because I'm a big fan of, um, well, we've talked a lot about the who, not how types of uh, scenario, right? And, you know, docs, everything that Dan has been talking about, I want you to share with your, Website developer, uh, your SEO guy, and they can get this stuff done faster. I, I, we're not giving you these suggestions for you to go out and figure out how to do this, but this is stuff that you can do them. Uh, <laughs> On that note,
1: I I was a bit stupid. I think going back, going back three years ago, I I I kind of think uh, I don't know how I had the confidence to see it through. But uh, now you know testing.
0: (laughs) But thank you for all of your torture. So now we can learn from that. We can gain from that. And on that note, like in the fact of I do talk about the who not hows. Dan, you do this for companies on the regular, and it doesn't matter what the business is to help people optimize their pages. Uh, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you
1: literally i i I really like people entering into the system that we have so that on our website you can um, you can click a button and um, find yourself on my Calendly, um schedule or, uh, oh, cool. or see a team member so you can yeah, book a call and um, so speed
0: pagepeedoptimize.com go to the contact button and connect there.
1: Yeah, there's quite a few of the buttons on there that say schedule a
0: call. and uh, Yeah, awesome. there are actually. <laughs> That's good. Give them that call to action. Well, I mean, I want to really encourage everybody to do that because not only just a, a, the proof is in the pudding, right? You like you're you're mm-hmm. eating your own cooking, right? In the sense of you go up to that site and you see it and it's just a, a difference and compare your site. And I think your story at the very beginning is really valuable to to, for people to understand it's a one second difference that can make the difference in people wanting to stay on your site like that analogy of being stuck in that store i want to be in an open store i want to know that when i'm going around sites i'm not going to be bogged down held up held captive at any one of your pages and i want you to feel like it's an experience i want to continue going through so i think that's really powerful
1: and um, yeah, and to to that to that point, we, we I've had a lot of um, clients tell me once once we'd started that um, we we interviewed three or four PageSpeed guys, I said, I wasn't aware there was anyone else, um, but they said we went with you because your score was a hundred, which clearly demonstrated you know what you're doing. That's <laughs> so right. It's, it, it's important for us to to you know, it's like um, you know everybody wants to go to a clean dentist. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, or um, yeah, hy- hygienic. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So it's it's um, yeah. Well, one thing I will say is my experience with web developers. If if you pass my points onto onto web developers, don't be surprised if you get resistance because most of what I say is. Kind of against the grain as to what uh, web developers have been taught to do in many ways that 's not the, the the purpose of a web developer is to be creative and to create something stunning and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Often that does come with a performance um, a, a, a negative negativity to performance but many many of the the suggestions I make are are kind of against the grain or unorthodox to to web development environments and just say just try it see what it comes out. At, and if it doesn't work, that's fine. Take it back. off. Right. And, um, that should win them. That should win them over.
0: <laughs> so when, we, so when somebody does reach out to their web developer and they give them a little bit of pushback, do we just say, you know what, let's get you on a call with Dan or Dan's team so that they can explain it to you. Or cause I, look, I'm going to explain it in a very, very elementary way for me talking to my web designer but to be able to have them reach out to you, um, we we are would actually be pushing
1: a lot of content out on our website coming soon. Um, oh, cool! We are just taking on a um, a content manager to to be pushing stuff out because we we get a lot of referrals. We haven't had to market very much, and um, this this is the year that we want to um, nice. start start pushing stuff out onto, onto the internet a lot more um so yeah i if 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 we get um if we get a lot of people booking calls with us for um for tips we probably wouldn't have enough time on the on the call to to cover very many of them They're more for a website strategic 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 review um but um but yeah for sure i'm, I'm always happy to talk about it i enjoy that's awesome it's the it's the one subject in the world i can be one of the smarter people (laughs) talking to me about about football and i i quickly yeah uh, me too don't talk no (laughs) no, me neither no idea
0: football football or soccer either one (laughs) well that's awesome well dan thank you so much for joining us today on the show because i just think i just thought this was very important You know, I often talk to people about, um, you know, their best practices in their business or how they're creating better cultures. But when I saw you give this presentation, I went, this is something people need to know about, uh, especially in my industry. So thank you very much.
1: Yeah. So a closing thought for you. Yeah, if that's okay, is um, yeah. is people don't know about this, and right. you know, in the in the in the Genius Network, we had one of the members stand up and uh, and address everybody at the end uh, during question time, and he said, "Look, we're we're doing the wrong thing. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody knows mm-hmm. what we're talking about." And uh, as as may happens, it will happen quietly, and if you can take advantage of it, you will get a big lift in. In um, in all things traffic-wise, but meanwhile, the rest of the people that don't know they'll slowly sink. And a lot of uh, websites will start finding that not overnight, but their traffic will start decaying, and they won't yeah. know why. But it will it will gather momentum, and people will start to to understand what what's going on. Um, so you know it's a good it's a good time right now to take advantage of of uh, of what's coming.
0: Well, that's why I think you're, you're exactly correct of taking the time now to do it because the frustration is going to come. Mm. And before people realize what's happening, there's going to be a lot of frustration. And then there's going to be a rush of people who probably don't know what they're doing, saying they know what they're doing or can fix one. Or, I mean, listen, I, I would not be surprised if there'd be a group of people out there that would take even just the three or four tips that you gave us about the different softwares to look up or the HTMLs or the JavaScripts or whatever and literally build a business just around those few things like, oh, or at least charge more to their current clients where, oh, I need to do this thing and I got to get that thing. And and this is stuff you just gave us for free on how to do it, but people will do that because that's the way the market works. Why not get it from somebody that's going to give you the full- advantage of knowing what they're doing and put this on your website
1: and an average page speed score is not um not 75 it's not 85 or even 65 it's around about 45 that's the wow. average and you consider that some platforms are faster than others the average mm-hmm. for Shopify store is about 14 um, wow. WordPress probably more like 30 and um so to, by employing some of those tactics um oh I'm not at all affiliated with WP Rocket, but that's my favorite caching plugin for WordPress. I think that does a good job. Um, so you, you get you get um, you you upload a few a few of those strategies, and you'll find that the page speed score can lift quite a quite a significant way. And it's about beating the average, particularly particularly people in your industry in your area. Um, you, you know, there is the, the Google's looking at, th- at things on a on a local, national, international level, So.
0: You just made me think of something. I had an aha because um, of course they don't, it's right in front of you. Right. And so you don't think about it until you have to, which is my best friend's wife has a Shopify store, which is very popular. Uh, you know, she's grown it big. Um, but I need, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to her right after we get out on this call I'll be like, you need to go check this out because if you can do it specifically for the Shopify sites, um, then that's, that's so important for people. And I know that a lot of my listeners don't have Shopify sites, but if you do have one or you know somebody who does, why not get optimized? At 14, like a 14 score, that's, <laughs> I don't even know anything what I'm talking about, but I know that that 14 not good out of a hundred. That's what I do know.
1: <laughs> wow. Right. And and all of the platforms, they, they all output the same code to the browser. The browser still only takes HTML, you know, so that's why it worked. It, this works on all platforms right yeah
0: awesome awesome great stuff dan thank you so much for joining us today i really really do appreciate it you're welcome well everybody i hope that you took yeah this is a pleasure for sure i hope everybody took some great notes i hope you wrote down the different uh tips that dan gave us and definitely do yourself a favor before may before this all attacks you know don't don't be calling me you know next year saying hey i didn't know about this and i wish i would have listened to this episode sooner go and reach out to dan and get your page speed optimized and uh, you can reach out to him at pagespeedoptimized.com and make sure you can get uh, the information you need it's worth just a phone call or a conversation for sure Uh, So thank you again, everybody, for listening to the Propreneur Podcast. As always, we're here to bring you uh, the best practices possible in your practice and help you be more proactive, productive, and profitable in all areas of your life and business. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much again for listening to the Propreneur Podcast. We really appreciate your support. If you haven't subscribed already, please make sure you do so. Also, if you feel like you might be a good fit for our podcast as a guest or know somebody who you think would be, go ahead and email us at Dino at DinoWatt.com. Again, thanks for support. We'll see you on the next episode.